bringing you all the big names, backstage goss, and shameless promotional interviews from this festival season. It's Jacqueline Mifsud and Dan Roberts. The Sound of Summer on Joy. Oh, hey there. Well, hello. Happy summer autumn. Happy day. Happy Saturday. Oh, happy day. Oh, now, listen to this. This is a little bit different to what we usually do. Uh-oh. It's a bit of a marching band. My God. What do you think? Do you think it's relevant? I think it's marching band when isn't it relevant? <laughs> so we've got a little bit of an announcement. We're doing it pre-show rather than post. Yes. Uh, Jacqueline and I will be down at the Chill Out Festival, which is happening... Dalesford. In Dalesford. It's happening right now. Yeah. We are calling the Is that a bit loud? I'll turn her down a bit. Where is she? I'll just yell. There, there she, she is. is. Yeah. Where are you, darling? <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be in a balcony somewhere in Dalesford calling the parade. God, we're so famous. Mm. I can't handle it. It's Dalesford Mardi Gras. Yeah, it's Dalesford Chill Out, Mardi Gras, Queer Film. It's all of it Yeah, in Dalesford. Are you happy for us? If you are, text in <laughs> 0427JOY949. Join in the conversation. Yeah, just tell us everything. Tell us anything and everything you've ever thought and we'll see if it's readable. And, yes, <laughs> or just tell us how are your feet. How are your feet? 0427 Joy 949. How are your feet? Are you heading down to Dalesford? Are you already there? Are you mm. listening to us live? Don't get sunburnt. No, don't. That bothers me. I get very stressed out. Don't get windburnt. Just don't get oh, burnt. Oh, I've got dry lips. I hate them. Anyway, I'm Jacqueline Nifsa. Yeah, and this I'm is... Dan Roberts. How you doing? <laughs> this is the sound of summer, by the way. Yeah. In case we didn't already say that. We love ourselves sick. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going well? Text us in, 0427-JOY949. Live tweet us, who knows? Hey, we've got a great show, as as it is, as we've mentioned. Um, we are all about chill out at the moment. Just chill out. Yeah. And uh, we're talking down. to a lovely woman, Anne Stewart, who lives in Dalesford. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's got a wonderful show called can, uh, We Can Live a Rainbow. We can live a rainbow. Um, she's a storyteller. Yes. And that's all I'm going to say about that because we're going to let her tell tell her story. Bit of sizzle. That's coming up after our first song. And uh, we also have Glenn Dunks, mm-hmm. who's a quite a well-known movie reviewer. Thank you very much. Oh, so a critique. Yeah, we're getting all fancy yeah. and we're talking MQFF. He's come in to give us his top five picks of films we should see at the Melbourne Queer Film Festival. I'm what do you think? Looking forward to I have a, I have a film degree. Yes. As well as so many other things. So um, many degrees. Have not seen a film in quite some time. You should go to the movies. I love going to the movies. I know. The films. I know. I like going down to Nova. What do you get when you when you go? Do you get a choc top? Yeah. I I am a mint gal. Mm. Sometimes I like a boysenberry. Boysenberry. Hey, well, put that down, boysenberry boy. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm not sure. Not sure what that's that was. Okay. Okay. I um I I've got into the habit now of doing the Maltesers in the. Uh, popcorn. Well, I do love salty and sweet. Yeah. I go mad for popcorn. And then um, after we talk movies, we'll go back to Chill Out, back to Dalesford, and we're talking to Jesse from Kong's Kings, all about drag kings. Kong Kings? Yeah. Yeah, yeah great. Kings. How exciting. Kong's Kings. Well, it's also Chill Out Festival's 21st year yeah. anniversary. Oh, 21st Yeah, 21st birthday. birthday. 
So we thought we'd do something different with our tunes. Mm, it can drink in America. We're going, yeah, exactly. Congratulations. Well Chill done. out. You're legal in America. We're going to go back to top songs from the year we turned 21st. 20, what, what are you saying, babe? <laughs> I does 21. <laughs> I turned 21 in uh, 2009. Oh, God. And I had just moved over to Singapore and I'd just been punched in the face. So it what? was a lot of a lot of things, but um, what a year! What an initi- like in Singapore the initiation. No, I just I got oh. punched in the face just before I went. Oh, <laughs> anyway. customs. Anyway, it's a whole other thing. But mm, that's sad. It was sad, but also <laughs> sorry. Kind of a good story to kick off my new career with. Mm. Anyway, this was a hit, and it still is. You ready for it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're in the sound of summer. This is Joy. Oh. 
your exclusive VIP pass to all the queer festivals. It's the sound of summer on Joy 94.9. How good was that, Beyonce? Did it take you back? It did. Remember that video? Dance Biscuits. Yeah, and the leotards. Yeah. Oof. That was good. That was some good Corey, as we say in the biz. Was it good? Yeah, it was very... Very... Da, da. You could just... you could. Bah, I can still bah. do it. The hand. I'm mm-hmm. doing the hand back and forth now for people listening at home or anywhere. And then a bit of anywhere. the in-out legs action. Yeah, in-out legs. Just classic bay. You know, yeah. Yeah, in-out legs. Hey, it's Chill Out Festival. This is Santa Summer, by the way. Mm, g'day. Hey. And Chill Out Festival is happening right this very second. Started Thursday. Started Thursday. It goes till Sunday. Ah. Thursday to Sunday. God. Down in Dalesford. Goodness. Goodness gracious. All right. Now, we have a resident of Dalesford on the phone. Mm. Their name is Anne, Annie Stewart. And uh, Annie Stewart, thanks for joining us on the Santa Summer. Thank you. Good afternoon and happy summer oh, into autumn. <laughs> exactly. Yes. We're a bit confused about the seasons up here, but it's still summer weather, isn't it? How's oh. Dalesford going? It's beautiful, gorgeous day. This is our best weather, I reckon, autumn. Oh, oh you've got beautiful. two hot, beautiful days, cool mornings and nights. Perfect. Now, Annie, you're a storyteller of sorts and uh, you're, you you have a show that's part of Chill Out Festival, but it sort of stems from your experience of living in Dalesford for the last how many years? 27 years? Yeah, I've been here for 27 years and uh, it has changed and become so gay-friendly over those years and I've been watching it. And as a storyteller, I couldn't help but observe it because everything seems like six degrees of separation, you know, and things are connected to this and that. So, yeah, it's been of interest to me. And why do you think it is? What What, what is it about Dalesford that's, uh, that's become so queer-friendly? So the show I first designed um, was called So Who Was the First Gay in the Village? And I okay. thought I'd just go and get a book and read it and see what it was. But actually nothing had been done about it. So I interviewed friends and I went through a whole list of reasons why it might be so gay-friendly, but I think I could pin it to a chamber of commerce called Springs Connection where all the gay businesses got together. Oh, okay. And they had a little, tiny little day out at, was it a winery or the buttery or something like that out the, the land road? And the tourist people sort of came along to it and it just grew from that, bigger and bigger. But... As I said in the show, people have been coming up for different reasons over the years. Um, gay men thought, oh, fine dining in Dalesford, let's go up for lunch. And mm-hmm. sadly, when people were dying of AIDS, they could buy cheap houses and came to spend their last days here. And there were nurses that assisted them. And oh there's gosh. a book with the names registered, which is quite moving. And there wow, was a is... walk around mm. Dalesford Lake to commemorate it around the Peace Mile. So, just so many things kind of added to it. And, of course, if we didn't have Alla um, at the lake house, Tina at the convent and Carol out at the lavender farm, oh, three hello. women that sort of brought the arts really happening. So that, you know, just kept attracting people. It's been amazing to watch, really. It's a beautiful place, Dalesford. So this uh, show you're doing this year, We Can Live a Rainbow, is that more your curiosity now towards rainbow families? I know, aren't I terrible? What what really prompted it was I'm um, a new grandmother six mu- of six months. And oh, well done. Congratulations. And, <laughs> thank you. And my little granddaughter just looks like her dad. And mm. so that's a very clear genetic story. And when the um, Marriage Act was passed and Dalesford had a great night of celebration and there were children, I kept thinking, hmm, my mother gave me a great sense of 
who I am and, you know, myself. Mm. And I thought, now I wonder what stories Rainbow families tell their kids to be really resilient and strong and, you know, what's the language and what's polite to ask gay people or shouldn't you ask anything? And I just thought, hmm, I should find that out just as a mark of respect, really, you know, with my storytelling. I thought I need to know these things. So is that the kind of story that you'll be telling today? Well, I trained as a librarian. My first job was in the Northern Territory up in Darwin, which opened my eyes to Aboriginal mm. Australia. But, of course, um, myths and legend, um, are legends are my stocking trade as a former librarian, now storyteller. So I was wondering, well, what kind of myths and legends are stories um, a gay family sharing? I've always looked for women stories of strong women. Mm. So I've looked for stories that might be suitable for gay families. Well, Annie, you're also no. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry, Annie. You go on. I said I probably should say the LGBTQI community, but that's such a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't it just? Oh. But I've, I've been Hello. saying rainbow families, and now a few mm. of my friends I've interviewed children with um, gay children. They said, "Oh, my rainbow child's home for the weekend," you know. And I thought, well, mm-hmm. that's such a nice way to put it, you know. That's lovely. Yeah, well, yeah. So, mm. Annie, you're also known. Uh, we we had a little chat before, and uh, I I, uh, I mentioned that Jack and I will be hosting the parade or calling the parade yes. tomorrow, the Pride March. And you mentioned that you have a similar gig down in Dalesford. Have you really? Uh, well, every New Year's Eve we have a big community parade, and all the artists come out. Our fire trucks, our SES. So many different um, community groups, our gardening clubs, everybody comes out. But I have to say the chill out might have got, might have more sparkles per meter, you know, than, <laughs> than the New Year's. God. Any it's tips? It's so that... lovely to see the parade. And I, I put an entrant in. That was the very first time I joined in with the celebrations. And Min- Millie Minogue, do you know Millie, showgirl? That oh, yes, love Millie. Hmm. She... Uh, I asked her, would she dress up as St. Dorothy of Dalesford? Oh. I don't think you could have got a shorter dress. Oh, hello, <laughs> Millie. Got great legs. And I had mm-hmm. it as a float for parents and friends of lesbian gays. And people kept saying, Annie, what was that about? And I said, does it matter? She looked great. Exactly. It's a parade, for God's sake. Let's not yeah. overthink it. Yeah, yeah, no. So it's been Leave wonderful. Be. And well, you can catch... I was just going to say, it's just so nice to, you know, watch the um, gay community come up and be able to, you know, be affectionate with each other and feel free and be here to celebrate. I I once mm. said to a gay friend of mine, um, oh, you know, there only seems to be parties and drink, drinking, and they said, Annie, this is the first time for some to celebrate their, you know, their choices and the way they are. Oh, that's so true. Mm. Such a special time. Being home and... Yeah, and so, Annie, we're up here to party. That's what it's yep. about. And I went, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, can't wait to see you there. Well, if you're not, if, if you're looking for something other than a party, you can check Annie's um, show. It's at 3 p.m. today and tomorrow and 1 p.m. on Monday at the Story House and Garden, 52 Miller Street in Dalesford. Uh, Annie, thanks so much for joining us on The Sound of Summer. Okay, I'll wave to you on the balcony, you oh, two. Thank you. <laughs> looking forward to it. Sure see ya. Is. Okay. Bye. Bye. You're listening to The Sound of Summer on Joy 94.9.
You are on the Santa Summer on Joy 94.9. And how lovely to hear from the lovely Annie down in Dalesford. Oh, she's right up for it. She's, she's loving it. She's about to go on stage. Yeah, well, she, yeah exactly. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to ask her, she had free refreshments at her show. I, I want to know what they were. What do you think they would be? Cheese and bickies? Scones? Yeah, Dalesford's good for a scone. Tea? I was saying today, Dalesford the first place I ever ate rabbit. I was pretty oh. up myself about it. Well, <laughs> I ate it in Malta, but whatever. No, okay. in Australia. Oh. And used to kill her own. Anyway, hello, got a guest. <laughs> we do. We have our next guest in the studio. It's the wonderful Glenn Dunn. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Hey, Glenn. Absolute yeah. pleasure. Now, I met you last year when I was being a reporter um, yes. on The Informer, and we were talking about... Um, queer representation in film. Yes, we were. Uh, it was on the lead-up to the uh, Melbourne International Film Festival. That's it. Mm. Uh, we bonded over Nicole Kidman. Oh, yes, Nicole. Oh, what else happened? We worship yeah. Nicole. And we do. Uh, unfortunately, there's no Nicole Kidman at the Melbourne Queer Film Festival. Oh, what a which shame. Which is such an oversight. But <laughs> she eats bugs. Yes, have you she seen does. Have you seen that yeah, video? Is it, was it yeah. Vogue? Was that the video? I think it might have been from Marie Claire or, or Vanity Fair, and in one of them. But bugs. yeah, yeah, she's uh, topic, eating bugs with Why chopsticks. Not? Yeah, it's Why like, not? You can afford real things, but that's fine. Well, Glenn, you're here to tell us all about your top five picks for people to see mm. at the Melbourne Queer Film Festival. Yeah, so this year is actually a really good lineup of films. Uh, it was a bit of a struggle to bring it down to five, but I think, okay. I think we've got some films here that people uh, of all sorts of tastes are going to want to catch. So what's the first one you're going to kick off with? So the first one is uh, it's probably a bit of an obvious choice, and some people may have already seen it at MIF last year, but it's BPM. Now, I don't speak French, but I have seen the film and I still have goosebumps listening to that. It's such an extraordinary film, isn't it? Mm. Uh, it's, as you can tell, French. Yeah. Uh, and it tells the story of uh, ACT UP, uh, which we've seen quite a few times in American film and documentary, uh, specifically around New York and San Francisco. So it's actually really quite special to see it told from not just a different uh, point of view, but from a different country that was dealing with AIDS, uh, the AIDS crisis in a completely different way. Uh, it recently won the César Award for Best Film, which is mm. basically oh. the French Oscar. Mm. It was it was cruelly snubbed for a Best Foreign Language Film nomination at the Oscars. So it wasn't even nominated. It wasn't even nominated. Well, Jacqueline used to live in, in France. I did, yes. Did you ever go to the Césars? No, why would anyone invite me? But oh. no, I didn't. Kristen Stewart's been. Oh. Uh, well... You I am at the same yeah. level. <laughs> she's the she's the first American actress to ever win a Cesar. Really? What, so what did and she the win only for? one. What did she win for? Clouds of Sils Maria. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's incredible. But back to BPM. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. This was. It competed at the Cannes Film Festival last year. It uh, sh probably should have won the Palme d'Or, but okay. uh, according to Pedro Almodovar, who was in charge of the jury, it was his favorite film. But 
he got superseded. Ugh. Oh, oh, Pedro. The injustice of it all. <laughs> uh, but it's great. And there is, there's, there's one scene involving, uh, Bronsky Beat, which I think we all know Bronsky Beat and their beautiful song, Small Town Boy. And it, when it happens, you will, you would be able to hear a pin drop in the mm. cinema. It's a beautiful moment, uh, that symbolizes so much and it's a really beautiful film it is long i think it's about two and a half hours mm-hmm. but i think you can uh, yeah. i think you can sit in a cinema for two yeah, and a half hours cope. yeah it's an absolutely beautiful film and it is one that you won't forget like you said uh, i saw it yeah nearly a year ago mm. and i haven't forgotten it i mean it's really amazing jack and i'm sure you would know this from living in france the way just the, uh, particularly in the ACT UP meetings, the way the French deal with confrontation, the way they're so open with each other in having a debate. Mm. Whereas I feel like um, I, I can't Entitled. speak, I can't speak for obviously ACT UP organizations in Australia. I don't know how that goes, but just mm. from an Australian perspective, I just mean mm. from general conversation, we tend to be a bit more polite. And if things, oh, yeah, if, things if we don't like what someone says, maybe we, uh, more yeah, tend yeah. to oh, so okay. keep it to ourselves and talk about it later, but the way they deal with confrontation in this film is mm. is just amazing. It's just so French. Well, it is a uh, very dialogue heavy, but it does go into the demonstrations and protests that they uh, that they enacted. But it is written, I believe, by somebody who was involved in the ACT UP movement in Paris in the early nineties. So it is. Uh, very authentic and there is an entire scene that goes into explaining uh the finger snaps uh oh. <laughs> that fun if you wow. like if you like uh, what someone says isn't that a poetry thing yes yeah, yeah. Right? so it's yeah. a way of saying of expressing your gratitude towards what some somebody is saying whilst not interrupting them with applause yes. yeah mm. so um it's a bit of a history lesson. That's yeah, it's nice. cool. But yes, it's brilliant. Well, that's um, BPM. Let's get to your next one. Mm. Yeah, so the next one is uh, it's a small American indie called The Ring Thing. I found my dad's wedding ring at my mom's. And then I walked to the beach where Kristen was with a bottle of champagne at sunset. And I pulled the ring out of my pocket. Oh, did you just think that I was proposing Shut to the you? Front door. No. Now it's awkward. Uh oh. So what happens now that we have marriage equality? (laughs) This is a, I was actually quite surprised by this film. Um, it comes from the team that brought us That's Not Me, which was the MQFF opener, I think two years ago. Okay. Wasn't quite a fan of that one. No. But this one focused, that one focused on a whole group of couples coming together for a weekend away and it just didn't quite work. But this one Mm. focuses exclusively on, uh, two women. Uh, and so it allows for the film to explore its themes with a bit uh, greater em- uh, emphasis without having to spread off uh, and spread itself too thin between different characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the clip you just heard uh, details, You're right. there's a bit of an accidental proposal. Oh, oh God, no. the worst nightmare. And or the best. It's, 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 look at it. It's the sort of thing that, you know, a few years ago it would have been laughed off, but now that marriage is a very real uh, possibility for couples, for anybody really these days, it's something that uh, has uh, much deeper ramifications and the film uh, uses a bit of a bit of some, some structural uh, playfulness in the way it tells its story and, and uh, yeah, details how this one little uh unfortunate event uh 
changes their entire lives. It would be devastating because, like, yeah. oh, maybe I wasn't into it, but maybe if she is, I oh no, she didn't mean it at all. Okay, this is yeah, this it is could, yeah, it's such a bad bound. Oh. It could be an awkward film to see if maybe you're you've been dating someone for maybe like three years. Yeah, right. So you, fine for us, Dan. You're yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> you're not quite not sure if the other one is there. Maybe you're not, and you think yeah. they are. It's yeah, so it's kind of a bit of a of a romantic. Uh, it's a bit of a rom com. Uh, would you say? No, I was going to say it's a, it's a romantic minefield. Oh, uh, oh, oh God! Excuse what am I talking me. about? Rom com. Yeah. There, there are <laughs> laughs. Are talking about? There <laughs> are laughs, but it's yeah. it, it is more of a drama. Um, oh, as really? a as a lover of documentary, I really mm. liked the way this film actually incorporated uh, documentary into the film. It's one of its characters is a documentarian, and she decides to make a film about about. Uh, LGBT marriage, uh, people in- interviewing people who've been married, who have oh, gotten divorced, uh, to uh, mm. counsellors, and those interviews that she's making in the film are actually real people and incorporated into this fictional film, and so it oh, gives a, a, a few different sides to the story, and it's uh, yeah, it's one that I would actually definitely recommend people check out. Last I heard, it was selling very. Fast. Oh, get on that. <gasps> get on it. Well, we've got so much more. We've got three more films mm-hmm. to get through, so let's take a break now. You're on the Santa Summer. We're talking to Glenn Dunks, and we're getting his top five picks for MQFF. This is Joy. Coming to you live from the queue of the Mardi Gras toilets, it's Jacqueline Mitzid and Dan Roberts with The Sound of Summer on Joy. It sure is. The Santa Summer on Joy. Her is a community-based organisation that me. seeks to support... Beg your pardon. Beg your pardon. How dare you interrupt oh, me? Dan's sat on the desk. Whoopsie <laughs> doodle. Let me start that again. You're on the Santa Summer on Joy 94.9. And, we're, and are you there? I'm... I- <laughs> I'm Jacqueline Nipsa. And I'm Dan Roberts. And we're here with Glenn Dunks. Glenn, hi. Hello. Mm, We've just heard your, your two of your top five t- yes. uh, picks mm-hmm. for MQFF. They were... B- the Ring Thing and yes. BPM. The Ring Thing and BPM. Yes. Now we're going to numero three. Yeah, this okay. is an interesting one. Uh, it's, it's a British film called Postcards from London. Now, I feel like, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to find a clip for Postcards from London, and this is totally not what the film is about, but it is a somewhat London-ish. I think you've done a great job. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> Glenn, tell us. It's actually... it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> Look, it's quite a fitting clip selection because this film is very hard to pin down. I don't know what, you, what clip you could possibly have gotten to actually represent the film. Okay. It's... Uh, I chose this one for the... For the lovers of more, let's, shall we say, outre sort of films. Oh, so very, again. very arty types. Mm. Um, it's a film, uh, cl- I think, quite clearly inspired by the likes of Fassbender and Derek Jarman and Peter Greenaway. So I think if people know those names, mm-hmm. they kind of know uh, Jack, that. you have a film degree. Do you know any of those names? I don't know anyone. Okay, oh, cool. No. That's, that's no <laughs> I just have to watch Citizen Kane seven times. <laughs> we get it. It's a really big lens and there's a big window. Who knows? It's all in focus. Hey. Rosebud. Yeah. <laughs> Joy appropriate. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, it, so it's really like fun artsy or like, oh, that's a lot. It's too uh, much. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. A bit of it went over my head, but it's mm. such a well put together film. It's all very neon lit and just extremely well designed. And it stars, uh, Harris Dickinson, who some people may know from Beach Rats mm. last oh, year, who is a second. very handsome man. And mm. he takes 
his shirt off a lot and recreates right. Caravaggio paintings. So there you go. Wow. Well, that, those tickets just went through the roof. Did I tell you I'm a professional <laughs> film critic? <Yeah. laughs> Yes. Well, you got to get enjoyment. Yeah, I liked it because someone got topless. <laughs> yep, <exactly>. done. <laughs> yep, and he wore a loincloth. <laughs> oh, that is sexy. Oh. Do you like loincloths, Jack? Is that breathable? Of what course. Is it? is it normally out of... Um, well, I don't think they wear anything underneath. No. What, is it a cheesecloth? What's the material? <laughs> like a muslin. Mm. I think or it's a calico just... or cotton. Yeah. I think it's just cotton. Have you ever been to a toga party? Linen. I haven't. No, me either. Have you? I Jacqueline? have, yes. Should I? Did you do it? Did oh, you do the toga? I wore a bikini. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I got very sozzled. Okay, next up. So, uh, last two films are a couple of documentaries, uh, which I think are both really, really great. The first one is, uh, The Gospel According to Andre. I realized late in life that I was lucky to have Mrs. Reeland and my grandmother, and there were so many similarities about them, which made me write my first memoir. Mrs. Reeland and my grandmother, the same personality, except that Mrs. Freeland came from the world of arist- aristocrats and luxury in Paris, and, and my grandmother was a simple maid. But there were so many similarities. They both believed in impeccable cleanliness, grooming, dignity, polish. Mrs. Freeland had people polishing the so- soles of her shoes. That voice may be familiar to some people. Mm. Yes, if you recognise that voice. Uh, it's a very familiar voice because he appears in, I swear, about every second documentary I watch these days. He's <laughs> he's very ubiquitous. It is Andre Leon Talley uh, from, uh, the, from Vogue uh, magazine, mm. uh, as well as Interview magazine, uh, Andy Warhol's famous uh, pop magazine from the 70s. Um, yeah, so this is obviously a documentary about Andre Leon Talley. I foolishly went into this film press play thinking oh it's just going to be 90 minutes of Andre Leon Talley being fabulous and wearing caftans and screaming Givenchy at lots of people but (laughs) sounds okay that would have been great too but it turns out to actually be a whole lot more I was yeah really quite surprised by this one it's while it's a fashion documentary and it charts his uh life through fashion uh, and the pages of fashion magazines. It's also about race and about racism in uh, in the American South, uh, but told through the point of view of a black gay man, which I mm. can't recall having having seen all that often, and certainly not. Uh, through the story of someone, through a celebrity, uh, who, and his stories of growing up in the South, going to his, uh, mother and grandmother's church and watching all the women in their Sunday best while then going across town to buy fashion magazines and having rocks thrown at him. Oh, uh, no. it's like, so it's, yeah. it's, a lot of it is quite tough, but he is such an entertaining, uh, personality. And I think people who watch this movie will get a whole new, uh, idea of who he is rather than just the more outlandish flamboyant Andre Leon Talley that we all know. Yeah, if you can't picture him, if you've seen, he's in the September issue, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, so he's in September issue, have you fashion. seen that? Uh, the documentary about Vogue, September issue, putting it all together. I've seen that. He kind of, he's sort of just there <laughs> and, um, uh, along with Anna Winter and Grace Coddington. Yes. And uh, he's sort of there just sort of looking fabulous, going to all the shows, and every now and then he sort of makes a fun comment about Anna about how fabulous she is. But he's this sort of... He's this sort of... Uh, he's present life. Yeah, presence mm. in the New York fashion world. Yeah. Um, so now I guess this is a film about him and where and, he comes from. And it shows why 
Yeah, he's right. not. It's not just because he's quick with a with a one liner. He's actually uh, he's, he's a really intelligent, uh, knowledgeable man. And the film includes people like Anna Wintour, uh, Manola Blahnik, Mark Jacobs, Tom Ford. Uh, so it's a uh, a film for the fashionistas as well as uh, people who love these meaty subjects. That'd be cool. I've uh, I've recently got into Project Runway. Oh, oh. love it! Mm, and uh, I wish that I could design. <laughs> you know, because it looks design. like a fun world to be part do you, of. As a ballet dancer, do you wear a lot of fun costumes? Oh, yeah, I have. I guess I have worn fun costumes Does and some not so them? fun. Most dancers' mums have to make them. Uh, yeah, mum used to make uh, my costumes and uh, she did a great job. Well done. Yes, she Head did. Out to Robin. She got, yeah. successfully hid everything where it should be. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she, I'm sure she would have found it quite, after all. I'm yeah. sure she would have found it quite stressful though. <laughs> mm. Can you imagine having to, you know, if you've never made anything, then all of a sudden you get given this pattern, so sequence on this. Yeah, like, oh. Right. All right. I guess this is what I do now. I'm a mother. Yeah. Anyway. It's a whole different story, isn't it? <laughs> That's great. Um, Andre sounds like uh, the character of Titus from Kimmy Schmidt is based. There may be a little yeah, bit of inspiration there, true. except Titus is a little, uh, so much. a little bit uh, cheaper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. His fashions are not quite yeah. up to Andre's standards. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Oh, it yes. made sense. I've yeah, seen well, something, well, especially in the gesticulations. They, they, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they yeah. love a flamboyant hand yeah. movement. <laughs> uh, but speaking of flamboyance, yes. uh, the the final film is is quite uh, is about a. A uh, person who is, yes, quite flamboyant. Uh, his name is Alan Carr, and the film is mm. the fabulous Alan Carr. My guest is one of the most talented driving forces in the entertainment business today. He's been called a genius as a producer of the most successful movie musical ever made, Grease. The 24-hour job that I happen to like very much, my business life and my social life, is all mixed together. His Hollywood parties are almost as famous as his movies. And most people talk about nostalgia, about good old days. And I say to myself and to my friends, I mean, these are the good old days. The way they used to talk about Errol Flynn and Humphrey Bogart. We're doing it right now. This is really it. Roll it. I don't want to wake up and go, gee, I wish I had done that. And that's unfortunately what happens to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so as that clip uh, said, this is the man behind Greece, mm, uh, wow. which just coincidentally uh, will be re-released soon on its 40th anniversary. Oh, really? Well, what have they yep. done to it? Are they fiddled with it? Oh. No? You know, like they, yeah, fiddled, like, just, they, they fiddled with E.T. And, and oh, they, they okay. Yeah. My mind guns. went somewhere else, yeah. like <laughs> John Travolta. And like, no, thank you. Mm. <laughs> I've adjusted his pants. <laughs> um, no, so this documentary, yes, it charts the life of Alan Carr, uh, who not only did Grease, but was like a one-man... Uh, musical machine he wanted to bring musicals and the spectacle uh of musicals back to uh the american populace so he not only made greece but then he also did you can't stop the music the village people musical from the night from oh. 1980 oh, good on him yes lot. the film mm. uh that was nicknamed you can't stop the cocaine <laughs> <laughs> what's that because i don't know what that is how completely yeah. out of control that production wow. was he's also the man who who came up with this <laughs> With the Snow White uh, Rob Lowe dance routine from the Academy Awards in the 1990s, if oh, you remember what? that, I'll have to look that it's, up. It's it's uh, it's extraordinary, and if nothing else, it should prove that he was. I'm not going to say ahead of his time because yeah. it's still terrible, but he had a mind <laughs> like no other. So, in terms of mm. in terms of his um, his uh, association with Greece, 
did that come to him and he produced it or? So yes, he was a producer and okay. he then he spun that success. It was the most successful musical of all time. Yeah. And he spun that into so many different, uh, career paths in, uh, and then he after you can't stop the music his career uh took a dive as one might expect after <laughs> mm. such a movie uh but then he came right back uh a few years later on broadway with la cage au faux oh, the cool. broadway adaptation oh. of the french film which uh, and th- it's the musical that brought us i am what i am if we oh, know yeah. that ah. beautiful song mm-hmm. um, gloria oh, i am yeah. what i am yes. that one that one, one. Oh, 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 oh. I know something. Yes, I think those are the lyrics. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and you know, it's it's from the director uh, Jeffrey Schwartz, who I guess you could kind of say this is the final part, maybe, of his queer icon trilogy. He did a documentary about Divine. Uh, oh, the, yeah, okay. uh, we all know Divine, love Divine, uh, as, as well as Tad, uh, Tab Hunter, Confidential, about the, uh, pinup star from the 1950s who was wow. secretly a homosexual. Um, oh, and hello. Alan Carr was not so secretly a homosexual, yeah. uh, but he did love a caftan and he was <laughs> just like Andre Leon Talley. Mm. <laughs> Sensing a theme, uh, but the I thought about wearing caftans. It seems to equate in success. Is it if you're a bigger gentleman? Is that meant to compliment you, or just if you like to be free and just drape, and just naked. drape around yeah. the city. drape yourself in velvet? Isn't yeah. that the, the oh, Seinfeld wow. line? Yeah, that's it. George Costanza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I swear the weather outside today, you could wear a caftan. It'd yeah. be beautiful, mm. <laughs> nice and breezy. Let's go after this. Mm. Bird Street Mall caftan. <laughs> uh, yes, so um, it's. Yeah, I loved this film. I thought it was very entertaining. It's basically The Greatest Showman, but, you know, with much more cocaine. And does he talk about, <laughs> does he talk about finding ONJ, Olivia Newton John? He does. Yeah. Ash, I think. Yes, he does. And then he talks about how she, uh, how their friendship dissolved because she didn't, she read the script to You Can't, You Can't Stop the Music and decided, you know what? I'm going to do Xanadu instead. Oh, well, aren't they very similar films? They're they were, they came out the same year and they were yeah. both. Uh, famously bad, although I mm. still say Xanadu is a masterpiece. Just quietly. Wow. I have, to, I have to admit something now. I've never seen Xanadu, nor have I seen You Can't Stop the Music. So maybe this is time. Maybe Double this is a, a project for me this weekend. Mm. Double feature. When you're at Chill Out. Have you seen You Can't Stop the Music, Jack? Because you I, interviewed the yeah, village people. Yeah, we interviewed the village the, uh, the cowboy and the Native American. And... Um, so yeah, in doing research for that, I think I did see snippets here and there. It's quite something. It's a lot. It really has to be seen mm. to be believed. It's. It makes sense if there's heaps of nose, <laughs> nose candy going yeah, around. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Uh, so it was Caddyshack but, though. Though. Well, <laughs> that yes, fueled. that's true. Uh, but Greece is still great. Yes. Is it? Oh, I Greece haven't seen, actually, to be honest, I haven't seen it, I think, since high school, but I'm no, sure it's Greece, still good. Greece is amazing. Even that, especially that bit at the end where they fly off in a car for some yeah, mysterious because reason. Because yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I guess, was a thing as well. Why not? Yeah. I need to rewatch that as well. I mean, every new generation rediscovers Greece. And I, think, like, I, mean, I think I watched it enough times in high school. It was the sort of prerequisite teacher couldn't be bothered teaching. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to put on a movie. All right. I think it was, Come on. so I think I saw it enough in those years to, mm. to not have to watch it again, but maybe listen to the soundtrack. Well, Glenn, it's been so awesome having you on. Let's give us, let's give us the rundown of the top five one more time for MQFF. So I definitely, uh, recommend people go see BPM, mm-hmm. the ring thing, 
the Gospel According to Andre and the Fabulous Alan Carr. And if you're into weird European Fassbinder-esque colourful mm. art movies, uh, give Postcards from London a try. <laughs> Glenn Dunks, thanks Beautiful. so much for joining us on The Sound of Summer. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to The Sound of Summer on Joy 94.9. Hey! Oh, g'day! We have so many movies we need to watch. I've only seen one of those five. Mm, I've seen you've none. seen You've seen none of the, seen the ten years' worth of films that have come out in the last ten, twenty years. Because I have too many feelings and I don't want to be taken to places I'm not safe with. I just watch Field of Dreams and feel great. What's Field of Dreams? <gasps> Kevin Costner baseball movie. Oh, is that your favourite film? Oh, it's just an inspiring I like to watch inspiring films or comedy. I watched... No um, rom-coms, no romantic, no relationships, no thank you. I, I find that when I watch movies on planes, I cry a lot more. Oh, really? And um, I get emotional on planes. And I watched The Impossible on a flight. Don't ever do that. What is that? The tsunami film with Naomi Watts and no. Ewan McGregor. I don't want to watch that because that's based on real life. My, well, yeah. And it was, but it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful film mm. and amazing acting. Yeah, but, you know. No, nah, you like happy things. Yeah. Speaking of happy things, we've got Chill Out Festival happening down in Dalesford right now. And we have our next guest on the phone. It's Jesse from Kong's Kings. Hello, Jesse. Oh, hey, guys. Woo! How are you going? <laughs> We're going great. <laughs> so well. How's Dalesford? I, um, I just wanted to say that I watched the Amy Winehouse documentary on the plane and <gasps> don't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been it. meaning to watch that and I haven't yet had the the right time to do it. What a tearjerker, Jesse. So I, I actually had an argument with, um, with a, a friend of mine who sort of disagreed with the fact that she was a legend and... Uh, Look, it, it was it turned into a little discussion to a, about a three hour long argument, which we still haven't got over. Oh, um, okay. oh my gosh! But uh, anyway, yeah, it's 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 an amazing film. I watch that. Yeah, great film, but very sad. Very sad. Do you but find anyway, back on the happy thing? Yeah, exactly. Back into chill out. Everyone just chill out. Yeah, yeah. Everyone chill out. Have, have a scone. <laughs> yeah. Have you treated yourself to any Devonshire tea down in Dalesford? Oh. Um. No, I haven't really left the campsite too much. We went to the lake and that was a bit nice, but yeah. Oh, I'll do the tea it. thing later because that's obviously something you have to do while you're here. Yeah, well, we're just guessing, but we assume. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much scones about... Scones and tea. Yeah, yeah, scones and tea. I went to yeah, the Blue... No, the Blue Bean Cafe? Is it the Blue Bean Cafe? I don't know, I did a gig at a cafe, that's about it. And now we're going to co- yeah. call the parade tomorrow, which will be fun. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> now, Jesse, you're down there with um, Kong's Kings, uh, which is your your group of drag king aficionado professional performers. Woo! That's right. That's exactly what we are. And we're hitting <laughs> the main stage tomorrow at mm-hmm. um, 11.30 and one fifty. So if you're around, I think everybody should go... Check out the Kong's Kings team because we have bought a spectacular show for everybody. I'm sure yeah. you have. And, and uh, Jesse, as, as a as a as a drag king, what's your name? Who yeah. are you? Uh, my name's Buster. Yep. Oh. Yeah. That's what was that? Um, Buster. Buster. Bash- and Buster. I've got a brother, oh, Banger. Buster. Yep, we're, we're Buster and Banger. So uh, oh, we holy dooly! Oh, yeah. Just a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, and tomorrow Positive. we've got. Randy Royon and oh. Jeff Dean and Lenny Lixer. 
Oh, Lenny Lex, that's funny. I like that. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you, Lenny. sorry I don't have too many pun names for Get you in today. there. <laughs> Jesse, how, how on earth did you get into the world of drag kinging? Um, I started doing drag about 10 years ago through King Victoria when it was at the Starbar. And, um, and then just sort of over time, the there wasn't really anywhere to perform, so I made my own place to perform, and that's how I started Kong's King yeah, mm. about five, six years ago. And, and you uh, regularly perform at 24 Moons Bar? Uh, yes, we yeah. do, and we've got a, a big gig coming up on the 27th of April. You check out our Facebook. That's such a beautiful venue. It's a big... Um, it's hard to find the front door. Once you're in, you're like, oh, what's happening here? Yeah. This is beautiful. yeah. yeah. It's got a great stage, and that's sort of our main focus when we're looking for a venue. We just want somewhere that has a really nice stage that everybody can see everything. So, mm. yeah. Jesse, cool. in terms of the drag king scene in Melbourne, is this something that you sort of have been one of the pioneers of by bringing all of these kings together? Um, I, I don't know if I'm a pioneer. I, I think I just really want to create a safe space for lots of performers focusing on drag kings because there isn't a whole lot of places for like there's so many drag queen events and mm. and places for um lots of different performers to go to but there's really just not a lot for drag kings so i just really wanted to open up that and make there be a space for people to express themselves on stage and yeah i mean i don't think i'm a pioneer but you know i'm just you know modern day you know. <laughs> we think you are modern day drag king Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. is there much i don't know if it's a silly question or not is there much difference between the drag king shows and drag queens? Like, are you funnier? Are you sillier? Oh, yeah, I shouldn't say funnier, but, you know, as in, like, more uh-huh. silly, more clown-like, or is it just as serious and sassy as a drag queen show? Um, I think that they are very different, but also we are, you know, part of the same family. And, um, you know, uh, at the moment we've, we're also trying to cross over where we have a lot of drag kings and queens performing at the same time, which is kind of a bit of a goal of mine and um yeah i think that you when people come and see drag king shows they tell me that it is very different and we do focus on being a bit funnier and um i guess our focus is a little bit different to drag queens where it's very much for them about their looks and the glamour and the glitter and the sparkles Mm. and for us it's it's more about um i don't know i guess pushing boundaries and and um just yeah, uh, <laughs> being manly, <laughs> but also not for some other people. <laughs> yeah, Big man. It's all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. What was it like the first time you did it, Jesse? Uh, as in, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. Excuse me. You're too chilled out, mate. You talk about it if you want to hear. (laughs) I do. Um, Well, my first time was pretty nerve wracking, and I got very drunk to get through it. Oh, yes. (laughs) Well done. Yeah. Yeah. It is sounding similar. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) That was something I needed to learn to not do later on. But but I actually had a really great time. It, It was weird because I was so nervous going on, I thought, I'm not going to be able to pull this off. And then uh, and then, as soon as I got on stage, it, I don't know, it just all came together and it was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is definitely something I'm going to pursue. And I, love I that. did and I still am 10 years later and I can't believe that, you know, how far we've all come. And, yeah, I really encourage people to check out Kong's Kings and any Drag King events that you might see because it's definitely worth mm-hmm. them seeing and it's definitely worth supporting because... We need people to come to our shows and check it out.
Yeah, and um, how long did it um, take you to develop your character? Was it something you've always been working on, or you just kind of like, oh, here he is, hello. Here's Basta. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Basta. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that he, he kind of grows over time, but um, I think it was just something that happened organically. I never really decided, you know, what was what he was going to be or what, uh, mm. you know, I was going to do. It just it just fell into place. And and for some other people, though, they really have completely different personas when they're in drag, where, you know, where in day-to-day they're quite quiet and timid, and then on stage mm. they're super loud and just, you know, in your face. So it's really good to see people be able to come out of their shell and watch that happen. It's, that warms my heart. So. Mm. <laughs> well, Je- Jesse, in terms of drag queens, they're famous for tucking. In terms of drag mm. kings, is there padding involved? Famous for packing. Um, uh, a packing. Lot of kings do. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of packing going on, and um, you know, some people really go above and beyond to just show you what is down there. It is wow, something to behold. Really? Yeah, yeah all Gosh. kinds of fruit. And vegetables, and, and oh, organic. That's nice. Their hands. <laughs> organic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, delicious. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's good to play. Um, guess the package. What is that? <laughs> oh, oh yes, that's like my Friday night. Oh, but yeah. tush. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Like, oh. Thank you. <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks. I like <laughs> oh, banana. It's just a little little plum. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very hungry. <laughs> well, Jesse, one more time. Where can we catch you? Because we're going to be down there tomorrow as well. Where can we catch you at the carnival? Tomorrow, main stage, eleven forty-five, I think, or fifty in the morning, and then one fifty in the afternoon. Oh, double. Jesse from Coms yeah, Kings has been absolutely awesome having you on the Santa Summer. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you down Dalesford tomorrow. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It was great talking to you. Thank you, you too. Yeah, you are on the Sound of Summer on Joy 94.9. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah, you are. Mm. Thanks for all your texts. We've had a lot in. They've been great. <laughs> Everyone's feet are beautiful. Are they? Great. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm so happy that everyone texted in. Yeah, it's been beautiful. Don't worry, you still can. 0427 Joy 949. 0427 Joy 949. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Had a lot of fun today. I did too. Mm. Um, what do you, what's your top pick out of the five of Glenn Dunk's MQFF movie uh, recommendations? I'm definitely going to go see the old French film, the old BPM. film Francais, mm. BPM, because that sounds very interesting. When you were, uh, I mean, I know you were living in France, mm. Paris, while yeah. you were learning French, is that right? Or did you oh, speak French already? I uh, High school French, and then I went and tried to learn French in Paris, which is very hard because no one wants to speak to you in French. They want to speak to you in English, unless you only speak to them in English, and then they get offended, and they will speak to you in French. It is very confusing. It is tricky. Um, I actually bought, I got language lessons there, like intensive, like 19 hours a mm. week, just crazy French. And but, but, um, but it would be so much easier to learn when you're there. Did you yeah. watch? Did you watch films to practice as well? Well, um, that was where I was going with that question. No, I guess. The, the the amazing thing about French cinema is it's like twenty euros a month to get a movie card <gasps> and limited movies. God, they just do everything right. My friend Anita would go there. Yeah, stop littering. Mm. Um, but they always have someone to clean it up though, and they clean up the streets. Oh, so it's, not so like bad. New York, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Anita would just go. I need a nap, and she'd go see a movie. Yeah, beautiful. But they have um, VO, which is the original version. Version original, so oh. I actually see English movies. Vot, yeah. Vot, we called it. Yeah. 
I went to a movie in Paris uh, when I was staying with a friend and it was a German film with French subtitles. So it was a hard two hours for me. That's difficult. Yeah, yeah it's a hard seven hours. <laughs> it was a tough hour. one. Because they don't really like, um, like, unlike American movies, they don't really like the hero and the villain. Mm. It's kind of like, oh, everyone's fine. And then at the end, everyone just fades out and nothing really happens. <laughs> That's Thin. <a> French, yeah. <laughs> French film. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, um, that, I, I'll probably see uh, BPM again because I just loved it the first time and I need to, I feel like I need to see it again just to soak it up. Um, mm. I'm excited to see... The film about uh, Alan Carr. Oh, the greasy boy. Yeah, the guy that produced Grease. The greaser. He didn't write it, he just produced it. He produced it, yeah. He brought Grease to the masses. The film. Gosh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what else? He sells ghee. Um, He sells ghee. Well, hey, tomorrow's a big day for us. So, yes, I think we'll be on a big old balcony calling the parade. Doing things to this sort of music. This is marching music, by the way. Parade music. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's it sort sounds of... very sparkly. Oh, g'day, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jacqueline Mifsud. And I'm Daniel Roberts. And we're here in Dalesford for the Chill Out Festival. We are calling the parade. Oh, nice shoes, darling. Oh, look at that hat. Coming oh. around the corner is a bunch of people who are full of pride. Oh, and there is a greyhound. <laughs> Don't feed it. It's wild. <laughs> I reckon that's good. Yeah, is that good? Yeah. Should I turn her off now? It's, it's um, very atmospheric. I like that. Mm. Music makes you lift. Um, what else? Should we have a quick flick? Oh, my God. Yes, let's flick so quickly the MQFF guide. I'm going to quick flick through the MQFF mm. guide. And just to remind me of the dates of MQFF. It starts this Thursday. Oh. The 15th to the 26th of March. Well, how did Glenn see all those films? Well, he's a reviewer. He gets oh. what's called screeners, Jacqueline. I'm like, oh, like when I accidentally watched that film that time, I thought it was a trailer. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's very fancy. He gets screeners. Anyway, a quick flick for the MQFF festival. MQFF. Don't you say festival at the end of it. Oh, yeah. That's the mm-hmm. All right. What movie do you have? Tory Pines. Ah. Oh. Sounds good. <laughs> this extraordinarily highly original animation tells the autobiographical story of its creator, trans animator Clyde Peterson, mm. as a queer Star Trek obsessed adolescent in the 90s. Oh, that sounds a bit fun. That sounds a bit fun, kooky. Yeah. I love animation. Do you? Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, just the way they make it all animate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's ridiculous. CGI has come too far and I get scared. Yeah. And you're good at graphics. Am I? Yeah, you're no. a graphics girl. No, I'm not. Aren't you? No. Cool. I just, Got press, that wrong. I just press buttons live to air. Well, every week on the Sound of Summer, we try and bring you two classic hits from a year that's passed. But this year, we've done something different. Mm-hmm. We've gone with... 21st birthday. Songs. Yes. Because it's <laughs> the Cause Chill Out Festival's 21st birthday. Songs. And this was playing when you were turning 21. Yeah, back in, what, 2006? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Khalees. It's bossy. You're on the Santa Summer on Joy. We'll be back next week. And maybe we'll see you tomorrow in Dalesford. Yep. Stay tuned. Bye. I'm a bossy.